Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Obviously, we have a very exciting weekend of tennis in front of us beyond all the play going on at the professional level, the ATP Masters and Premier events in uh, Rome. We've got the NCAA tournament ahead of us, quarterfinal round, men's and women's, all in one place, the USDA Training Center in Orlando. All week long on our Cracked Interviews feed, we've been trying to get you guys uh, to listen to our player interviews. We've had a chance to interview so many great uh, team members who have so many fun thoughts about this weekend and why it's going to be such a great weekend of action. Joining me now uh, to talk about his quarterfinal match and his season thus far in 2019, he is the 2018 ACC Freshman of the Year, a sophomore for UNC and their number two singles player. Ben Seguin, welcome to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, of course. It is always a pleasure. Uh, you know, I, I'm really happy because I'm trying to get different players each week. Last week we got Will. This week we get you. And considering you won your singles match in USC, uh, happy to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad to be on here. <laughs> of course. Well, I, I want to start with that USC match because, in my opinion, your guys' win, the most impressive of the weekend. In a brand new scenario, you guys head out to Los Angeles, obviously, uh, round of 16 match at a home site, something different than ever before. And not only do you take the doubles point, but you guys get a convincing 4-1 victory. How did it feel for you guys and the team, you know, looking back on that win? I mean, uh, it felt really good. Uh, I don't know if you know, but last year they took us out in the Sweet 16, so we still bit, like had a bit of a bad taste in our mouths from that. So we were hungry going to L.A. to uh, to see to face USC, and uh, we got the job done from 1-6 to six in, the, in the lineup. and. Everyone did their part. We got seven wins overall from all the guys, so we did great team effort. Yeah, and for your team, you know, looking at that match, for you guys to get the doubles point, uh, how how crucial was that for you to get yourself a little momentum heading into that singles play? Because, you know, one through six, it was going to be a battle. I, I think it was huge. Uh, they're, uh, they're a good doubles team. I don't think many people realize that. They have a lot of good uh, one to three. They're, they're pretty good, and... Uh, for us to get a head start there on the road, it's, I think it was, it was pretty key. Bo and Bo did a great job closing it out. And uh, yeah, from there, we just took off. Uh, you end up uh, getting a straight set win in your match. I believe it was six oh seven five. Let me let me make sure that's right. Yeah, six oh six four over Cuckerman. Uh, obviously, he's a top twenty five player, so that's such an impressive win. You know what was working for you? I know you hadn't. You were up a couple sets earlier in the tournament and didn't get a chance to finish your match. But what was working for you in this one? Um, I mean, he's first of all, he's a great player for uh, USC. Obviously, they're a great team, and he plays high for them. Uh, last year, I lost to him, and I, I really felt like I had some chances there uh, in the both sets, actually, when I played him last year. So this time, I was really locked in from the start, and I knew like once I once I got a good start, I had to keep keep my foot on the gas, and that's what I did, and I'm happy with that. In general, you you mentioned that match last year. I should have said that from the onset for you guys to get that revenge over USC after they knocked you out in the round of 16. I'm sure that felt sweet. Uh, but even more specifically, I mentioned earlier that new format of going there. Uh, what do you think about that experience? What do you think about the new round of 16? Um, it was it was interesting for sure. Uh, definitely a different feel than than last year. Just just going to going to LA. It almost it almost felt like a road match, but obviously there's a bit more significance to it this time i mean but we got we got there early and we got good preparation personally i think i think the new the new system's pretty good i think like just being in orlando you really feel like like among the eight best teams in the country feel elite and uh just getting out of the regional felt really good 
and for your team in particular after you get a win like that uh how do you prepare for Orlando? do you know are you celebrating that victory because obviously it's significant to make the ncaa quarterfinals but was it right away you know we got to get back and focus and get ready for this quarterfinal match against number one ohio state i mean yeah i think i think at first we, we definitely took some time to to let that sink in we had a, we had a great win over there and we, we really let it like sink in for ourselves but after that we, we flew the next day to Orlando and uh, we, we, we started to lock in from there, you know, like just making it here is not the goal. We have, we have bigger goals than that. And hopefully it goes well. And for you in Orlando, uh, is this your first time there? Um, I've been here like in juniors, maybe. I think I played some, uh, some of the junior tournaments around here and been up to Orlando for a bit with my family, but that's the first time at the new center. Thoughts? Cause that place is overwhelming. It is. It is for sure. Um, I didn't. I didn't get to see all the courts. I know there's like a hundred of them, but for me, really, there's like uh, there's a lot of bugs there. The first couple of days, I think they're they're called love bugs, and they're they're going crazy like the first day. And we were wearing white, and that didn't help. I heard they love the color white, so we changed that. Oh, good move. I, you say a yeah. uh, hundred courts, and that's not an exaggeration. There are literally over a hundred courts there. Yeah, the place is massive. Yeah, the other thing, and. I say this lovingly. I'm a huge fan of the site. Uh, if anyone from USDA is listening, but it's also an air- it's literally an airport. It is. You're right, and you can see some planes flying by, so it fits well, perfectly. Yeah, it's thrilling now, but wait for that second serve when the 747 comes cruising down. Like, are you serious? Um, but so for your team, you know, staying with this 2019 theme, obviously you guys have had some success now in the NCAA tournament, really hitting your stride. Uh, in you know, in your first round match, you guys get a pretty comfortable win over Navy, and then you beat you know a very good Georgia team, and then uh, and then obviously you follow that up with USC. Uh, how are you guys feeling just in general heading into you know this final portion? I mentioned you got you said ex- you were excited post that win, but just in general, you guys feeling good? You're feeling healthy? Uh yeah, I think overall we're we're, we're feeling great. Um, I know we got a little bit of a tough draw, Georgia and Navy coming to to Chapel Hill. It wasn't easy, but I think it definitely prepared us for uh for USC, and I think USC is preparing us for uh for this entire week. You know, uh, I think we're definitely we're we're a tough team, and and uh, that proved that, and we're ready for this week. And for you personally, as I mentioned, you didn't get uh, singles wins uh, in the first two matches, and then in that round of sixteen, you do get a win. Just for you, you know, personally, physically, how are you feeling at this portion of the season? How does having that experience of playing the NCAA tournament, making that round of sixteen run last year, help you uh, prepare for your go around this time? I mean, honestly, like making the round, round of sixteen last year, it helped a lot. Um, Personally, last year I was I was kind of gassed a little bit towards that year, a little and a little bit burned out. It was my first semester in college, so I wasn't really used to everything. But uh, this year, I I, I definitely uh, a bit more mature and physically better and mentally a lot better. So I was definitely prepared for for a long run and uh, and and singles wise, I'm I'm happy with the way I'm playing. I've I've definitely been playing playing really well so recently and even though I didn't get those wins at the first weekend I was I was up a set and a break in both those matches when we stopped and uh and I was in I was in a good place there 
Yeah, and it, it seems your team has really uh, taken a step up now that it's NCAA tournament time. Do you think having that experience in the ACC championship semifinals this year, losing a 4-3 match to Virginia in the way you did, you know, all eyes on Carl and Will's match, do you think having that sort of experience under your belt has helped your team, you know, since that moment, move forward, get better? Um, Yeah, I think this year we've actually played a lot of lot of tight matches against the best teams in the country i i started in texas this year we that that match was crazy it was like two third set breakers and another one to decide that and then we played a tough road match in illinois to so we've 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 experienced a lot of tough matches and i think it just it helped us uh throughout the year even though we lost some of them it it just added fuel to the fire and made us tougher and i think now's a now's a great time to to peak yeah, and you look at your guys' record, 21-6, and six, obviously nothing to feel bad about, 21-5 in, in doubles points. I know for you personally, you know, there's been a lot of shuffling throughout the lineup. It seems like they've, you guys have really settled on Will and Bo at one, you and Brian at two, and then Mac and Simon at three. Uh, what what is you know, I guess what has it been like going through I would say it's not that you haven't had as successful a, a double season it's just you know you personally the success you've had in singles far surpasses that uh, how have you thought about your doubles game rounding into this NCAA tournament and how important will the doubles point be for your Tar Heels this weekend I mean to start off I think the doubles point is huge no matter any dual match who you play the doubles points uh, is like a huge uh jump start to the to the match and for our teams i think uh i think will and Bo there are they're they're a great team at one they've they've really come along since beginning of the year i think uh i think will uh simon and mac they're i think they're the best three in the country by far they're i think they're totally overlooked they uh they've had many good wins this year and uh in really dominating fashion and i think me and brian are also coming along you know we we, we haven't finished as many matches but uh but we're a good team together and uh yeah, this weekend the doubles points are going to be huge, and I hope uh, I hope our hard work is going to pay off. Yeah, especially against an Ohio State team that's thirty-two and two, you know, thirty-two in doubles as well. And you know, throughout the lineup, they've got a ton of great uh, teams, so it's it's going to be a thrilling doubles point. Uh, for you guys in singles, you know, you guys have so much talent, one through six, that even if you lose a doubles point, you guys can still claw your way back in a bunch of matches. Uh, what's it like when you've got a guy in Will at one, you know, he's NCAA singles finalist, a guy in Bo at five, 20 and three, uh, senior on his last week's on the job. And then, you know, when you're playing too, what's it like to feed off of them? Oh, I mean, yeah, most of the time, I guess I'm playing, I'm playing next to Will. I don't really play so much near Bo, which kind of sucks because <laughs> Bo has a, Bo has a lot of energy and definitely a great guy to feed off of. But, uh, no, playing next to well, we, we we help each other out. You know, we always look at each other and tell each other like, "Let's go, bro!" Like, keep going. And uh, but no, it's great. You know, Bo Bo, he's he's like a he's a rock at five. He's he's great. I don't think he can have a better person at five for us. And uh, and yeah, Will Will Will's doing well as uh, great as well. I know it hasn't been his best season, but but you can always trust him there at one, and that's great to have. 
Yeah, and for you personally, you know, you you talked about being burnt out last year. This year, you're playing two again. Obviously, the level of two singles, particularly in the ACC, incredible. For Wake Forest, you're going to get Petros. For Virginia, you're going to get Brandon or Henrik. And uh, I, I'm just curious, you know, this weekend, you, you match up with John McNally, uh, number 26, I think, in the most recent ITA rankings. Uh, what is you know what is that level of college tennis been like? Has, has it uh, meted your expectations? Has it surpassed it? Matching up with players that good week in week out? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think, I think, yeah, playing two, you get a, a ton of great matches. Uh, obviously, Petros, you saw him last year. He was playing two the whole year, but it turned out he was probably the best player in the country. And uh, yeah, I mean, in the ACC, there's a lot of great twos, and and but yeah, I think. Uh, the level, the level there is, is is tough, and the match I'm going to get this uh, this weekend, they'll be tough as well, and uh, and hopefully I, I do great. Yeah, and I, I do want to ask you about that uh, matchup this weekend with Ohio State. Obviously, them being the number one seed, the ITA indoor champions. Uh, everyone knows about them at this point. For your team, uh, obviously, again, rounding into this tournament in great form. What's it going to take for you guys to you know get by this number one Ohio State team that hasn't lost a match when J.J. Wolf plays? Because obviously, it's going to be a tremendous challenge. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a big challenge, but I think uh... – I think we're definitely capable of doing it. There's a, I think you can, with the eight teams left in the in the tournament. There's a everyone's like a fantastic team, and everyone is gonna have to come to play every day. I think like for us, we're gonna have to have a complete performance from one to six, and even if that includes some losses, I mean everyone's everyone's gonna have to show up and and play their best. But uh, I think we can do it, and uh, we just gotta believe in ourselves. Yeah, it's going to be a thrilling match. I agree with you. You could make a case for why all eight of these teams left could come home with that national championship trophy. Uh, in terms of Orlando, uh, obviously the conditions there, May in Florida, hot, sticky, humid. I know now you've got a chance to plan these courts. What do you think of those conditions? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a, it's definitely a bit more humid than I'm used to, even though Chapel Hill is was more as is, is, is humid like compared to where i'm from in canada there's zero humidity there <laughs> and uh no but yeah orlando the, the conditions are it was a bit windy today which is unexpected but it, it's it's kind of tennis conditions and uh you know a lot of it's kind of land of tent florida is like a tennis state and and hey, the conditions are tough but we can fight through that yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned Canada, so I think that's a perfect place to transition because I think our listeners would love to hear a little bit more about you. You are obviously a sophomore at UNC, but you've had a tremendous junior career as well that we can talk about. But just for you, how'd you get into the game of tennis? Um, it's solely from my father. He 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 <laughs> loves the sport. He uh he uh he still loves it today. He's still out there playing at our local park next to our house, which is awesome. And he he loves to come watch me play. He was there. He comes to the UNC sometimes. He was there in Chicago, and yeah, he loves following. And yeah, he introduced me. He he. Uh, I picked Baraka when I was like five years old, and I like to park outside our house, and that's how it all started. For him, given that he's a traveling tennis parent, is he screaming "Go heels" in the crowd? Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's the he's the worst on our team. I think Josh Peck's dad's pretty funny. He's he's great, <laughs> but uh. But no, my dad, he's really passionate and uh, really supportive, which is, which is uh, I'm really grateful for. And uh, yeah, it's great when he comes. 
half the fun of the college tennis environment is when it gets rowdy and you have all of these people screaming in the crowd. So uh-huh. I, lo- I love to hear that. I also come from a tennis family, so there are little moments for me I remember. <laughs> I'm curious. Do you remember the first time you beat your dad? Um, I think like I was, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> It was like it was kind of like an unofficial win. I think it was just like a super tiebreak or something. But like, I took that for sure. Took that one in the bag and uh, never let him forget. No, but he, we <laughs> he, we still even like sometimes we're gonna hit together because I, I like hitting with him and uh, and it's fun. You know, it's like where I started playing, so it's great. Oh, absolutely, I'm telling you, the first time I played my older brother, or the first time I beat him, it from there I was like, it's over. You're never winning again. <laughs> uh, so that's why those moments to me are what make tennis so fun. But I know uh, training Canada and use, uh, looking through your junior record, doing a little speculation by you know the age dates. You obviously come from a young crop of Canadian talent that has been so impressive on the ATP tour just uh, thus far. I know you made I think a junior U.S. Open final in doubles with Felix, uh, who has obviously gone on to. To such tremendous success this year, but also Denis Shapovalov. Um, when did you get involved in the Tennis Canada, you know, program, and what do you think the success you guys are all having says about that program? Uh, it's crazy. Um, I still remember when I was like un- at under twelve nationals in Canada, and I like first got like approached by someone to go to like one of their training camps, and uh, I went there, and me, Felix, and Dennis were also there, which was cool. This is like when we were 11 years old, and then uh, from there I started training full time at their at their national center when I was like 14 or 15, and uh, it, was, it was it was a good experience in Montreal. It's kind of across the country where I'm from, so it was kind of tough. But uh, obviously, there's there's there was great players to practice with, like me, Felix, Dennis. Uh, but it, it goes beyond that too. You know, there's some great players there, like Brainschner, even Alexi, who plays at NC State now. He's he's awesome, and. Uh, and also Philip Pellywell. So yeah, there's a great, uh, there was a great uh, group of guys there for me to practice with, and um, and yeah, I'm grateful for that because I, I don't think I'd be the player I am today without Tennis Canada. Uh, do you guys all stay in touch? Obviously, Braden being a fellow Tar Heel, I imagine you get to see him. But you know, is it everyone's texting one another when there's having success? You guys are all still trying to push one another. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I could probably do. I mean, I was I was great friends with Felix and Dennis. I could probably do up texting them now, but since I feel like they're kind of busy on tour, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're kind of busy. I could, but we do talk obviously once in a while just to catch up and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're living a bit of a different life than I am now, and uh, I'm happy for them. But uh, it also like provides me motivation to to keep working hard and believe that I can do it one day. Absolutely, and I'm not trying to pit you guys against one another. I hope that's not no, the perception. No, no, Yeah, but just for you personally, because, again, those guys having so much success, you were as high as number four in the ITF junior rankings, yet you you decided the college path was better for you. I guess what leads to you making that sort of choice, and then ultimately how did you hear and choose US, uh, UNC as your school to go to? Um, I think, first of all, turning professional it's just more than just being like a good tennis player um on when you're on tour you're you're kind of by yourself and it, it could be tough so i think being on tour as an 18 year old is, is different because you got to be physically like healthy and fit to, to play as many weeks as you want to and you also got to be really mature and like very mentally mature to to be out on tour um 
that's why I personally think at 18 years old, I'm, I was not ready to, to turn pro. And I thought UNC was a, like a fantastic option for me being, being in that team environment, team environments, like, like we have at Chapel Hill and, uh, being so tight with all those, it, it, it motivates me to practice like every day and, and being a good mindset. How much credit does Braden deserve for uh, choosing, setting the UNC path for you Canadian guys? He, I think for me personally, he deserves a good, a good amount. I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember during my recruiting process, uh, I remember one time we sat down, at, it was at a challenger and he's like, he's like, I heard you're, you're, you're looking at schools and uh, he's like, I got to talk to you about UNC. <laughs> but, but, uh, but initially at first, honestly, Will, Will Blumberg, he, he was the first one to contact me. So also I got to give him credit too. He was, he was big on me coming. So it is cool. Um, I think those guys were the were the the two biggest uh, guys that lead me there. But also Ronnie Schneider, he also did a great job, and I still talk to him a lot, which is great. Yeah, and for you personally, obviously, uh, you talk about that team camaraderie being so important for you. But I feel like you have a particularly unique experience because, given that you're not from the U.S., you're you're not as familiar with the. Uh, I guess you you won't be as biased when you're looking mm-hmm. at colleges to choose. Is there any advice after going through that process you would give to young players who are looking, you know, throughout the many schools of where they could play college tennis? I mean, honestly, for me, it's it's kind of crazy. Like my process, I I kind of decided late that I wanted to go to school, and obviously, I didn't have that much knowledge into college tennis. And like you said, I wasn't very biased on where I was going. I, at first, I knew Josh Peck, a great friend of mine. He's on the team, and I knew some other guys on the team too. And I'm like, I kind of want to go to a team where I know some guys and they're great <laughs> friends of mine. That's why I also visited like the University of Florida, like another fantastic program, because I knew a lot of guys on their team. And I only hear, I only heard great stuff about their program, but honestly, like if I think if uh, looking back at things, maybe like for me, I definitely had to go through the process a bit earlier than what I initially did. I think as a junior, you should probably start visiting schools like pretty early and narrow them down pretty quick. And I think you could also revisit a bunch of like schools you're interested in too. And from there, I think you got to go with your gut. Honestly, when I when I visited UNC, I'm like, I'm like, this is the place I need to go. Like I I like it was a gut feeling for me. Honestly, it, it initially hit me, and uh, yeah. Chapel Hill had that effect on someone. It is. Yeah, it definitely yeah. does. I can totally <laughs> see that. Well, then for you, when you get there and you know you transition back, not only. Uh, is the tennis different? But now you're a college student. You've got school commitments. You've got out social commitments. You've got your tennis commitments. What was it like for you to balance all of that? Um, yeah, it was it was difficult um, at first. I remember uh, I hadn't been in a classroom in like three years before I, I attended my first class at UNC because of the online school I was in, and that was uh, that was quite something. Definitely a bit nervous at first, but. Uh, yeah, it was difficult. I, I juggled like five classes my first semester, and I don't know how I managed to do that with the tennis and fitness training. And I honestly, that's what, that's what led to me kind of being a bit burned out at the beginning, at, at the end of my freshman year. So yeah, from there, I, I learned from that. But it was definitely, it's definitely different. It, but the, the, on the bright side, it, it, keeps you, it keeps you really busy throughout the day, and, uh, and days they fly, like school flies. I can't believe this is already the end of my second season. So you just got to like be grateful for everything. 
Absolutely. And from a tennis perspective, I am curious, someone who comes from the training background, it's not like you come from a place where you get to UNC and right away the training is that much better because obviously you Mm -hmm. had uh, an incredible Mm -hmm. run uh, or an incredible group to train with. But what was that transition like tennis-wise? Obviously the no-ad scoring is different. You know, you come into a team with a ton of talent. Was it, did it, you know, meet your expectations, exceed it? What did you think about it? Um, I think like in terms of the, the format here in, in college tennis, I would say all the, the, the format, the level, just the, yeah. the practices, um, what was all that like? I think initially like the stereotype with college tennis is like a, a, a lot of yelling, a lot of like fist pumping. Um, when I got to school for me, the biggest adjustment was, uh, just kind of the no ads, you know, like in juniors, you kind of play with that in doubles. Like a no ad point can kind of turn a match sometimes, and uh, that's kind of a big. Uh, for me, the, the the lets on the serve, it's it's not that bad. But I think the no ads, it's definitely an adjustment. You know, like a lot more pressure points. You know, all of a sudden, like thirty all becomes a huge point, and uh, and even like thirty fifteen. You know, so that that kind of like sets everything apart. But honestly, I in junior tennis, some of my fa- my favorite memory was some of my favorite memories was playing junior Davis cup. So I kind of like the atmosphere of being in the team so that I think that only helps me. And, uh, yeah. And you've had the chance to dabble in the pro circuit during your time, uh, at UNC, you know, last summer you got to play a bunch of pro tournaments. Do you think the no ad style, the sudden death does a good job of preparing you for the, even though it's a deuce point and you still have the ads for that pressure situation in the professionals? Um, I think it, it does help me for sure. Um, cause you can't really take a point off in, uh, in college tennis because, uh, you never know one loose point could lead to like a tight point and all of a sudden you're down a break point and, uh, being in pros with playing with ads, it's, it's, it's a bit different, but it, it definitely, uh, my mindset stayed the same Just playing, playing like there's a no ad point and playing every point. Like it's a big point And, uh, that definitely helped me in the pro tournaments. And you've mentioned how physically you've developed, but for people who don't know about your game, if you don't mind me saying, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, you know, you hit the <laughs> shit out of the ball, right? That's your thing. You, you go big with the forehand, you know, big with the backhand. You're not afraid to take risks, big serve. But I am curious from a, you know, developmental standpoint, do you think, and I, I guess this is loading the question, but has the the fact that you have to play so much doubles, do you think that's going to help your game mature uh, for the professional level? And just what have you improved on in college, at least to, to help your level continue to improve? Um, I think the doubles will help. I think, uh, first of all, that double set, there's a lot of pressure involved and there's a lot of big points, you know, returns, serves, you really, you really emphasize how important like the, making a first serve is and, uh, and, and returns and everything. Um, so what was the second part of your question? <laughs> no, it's okay. I <laughs> ask long, stupid questions, uh, but just, you know, in, what have you developed in college? Is it beforehand the move in more? What do you think has you've developed the most that will help you in terms of your game when you make that transition to the professional circuit? Uh, the most, I think, uh, for me, I think the return my return of serve, our, our assistant coach trip, he's like a pretty big guru on the return <laughs> of serves. He was a great doubles player. And, uh, I think my return is, is really turned into a strength of my game, setting up points. I, I like to be aggressive on uh, second serves and, and do something with it, not just put it in the court. And, uh, and even first serve returns on my, on my, on my forehand to have a bit of a smaller swing. Like you said, I like to 
take big cuts sometimes, so I like have a smaller, <laughs> smaller swing. Uh, so yeah, there. No, I, I I agree with you. I think um, you can obviously tell in college all of these guys just because you get to play so much. I feel like that's mm-hmm. an advantage as well. Uh, you talk about UNC's and its facilities. I'll give you a chance here to uh, quickly plug why are they the best. But what have you thought about just that aspect of college times, the traveling during the season, the matches on weekends? Do you like that aspect of it as well? Uh, it, it, I think it's great. It could definitely be a grind sometimes. Um, luckily for at UNC, we don't really take the bus to so many, so many places. We're not having like eight hour bus rides on like a Sunday, which is nice. Um, so you have a chance to do some, like some school on the, on the plane or something, but yeah, I think I like playing on the weekend on the road, especially at home. It's not, it's not too bad. No, those home matches, I mean, for any school, it's just incredible. Some of the environments you can create. Uh, I am curious for you, and then uh, we can, uh, you know, I want to be conscious of your time, so I'll do one more thing after my last serious question. Uh, For yourself, obviously, again, with the background you have, the success you had in the juniors, I know you still have two years left uh, at UNC after this season, but do you see yourself pursuing uh, professional tennis after this? After the season? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Just after, you know, do you see yourself pursue? Well, I guess after the season, yeah, if you want to really reveal some news. Uh, but also, <laughs> you know, do you still, is is the plan, play your years there, then go on the pro tour? Um, I'm, look, college tennis has been great, and I, I really enjoy it. I, I love, like, every everything about it, and I think it's great for development of the game. I think if if I do turn pro early, then... That would I would have to be doing some like some great stuff on the tour and um, and uh, be like physically and mentally ready to do it. But then again, in tennis, things can happen a bit fast, so you never know. That's why like you always got to be working hard, and you never know when your time is going to come. So honestly, I I have no idea what what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> you I... never know. You never know what can happen, but. Uh, no, I've been doing like, this a lot recently, but yeah. shout out to the North Carolina media training department. That was a great answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I worked on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, then uh, there's one more thing I want to do with you, Ben. And again, thank you so much for taking the time. But I like to do this with all of our guests. It's a rapid fire series of questions, although some of the answers I'm sure won't be rapid. But I'll throw some at you and just you can give me your thoughts. Sound good? Yeah. All right, cool. Westoff, if you could cue the rapid fire sound effect, please. So the first question I have to ask you, and it's not UNC-related, and it's not going to be a rapid fire, but it falls into this topic. Mm-hmm. Your friend, Dennis Shapovalov, has, is an interesting <laughs> social media follow. A- any thoughts on the sunscreen video in Miami, the rapping career, just from afar, <laughs> any pointers you'd give him? Um, any pointers I can give him? Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, you I... are quite the rapper. Who knows? Um... I think he can keep working on it. It could be a bit better, <laughs> but but honestly, it's kind of funny seeing him like do that because I know him pretty well personally, and, and that's that's totally of his character to be that type of guy who would to pull like a rapper do that type of video. So that's that's funny, but he could. You definitely work on it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just so fun to see. I mean, I've seen some funny videos of Rayonich, too. Whatever you guys are up there, keep doing it. He's, like, explaining yeah. interest rates. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thor- <laughs> thoroughly entertained by the Canadian crop of men. Um, all right, let, let's go with some UNC-themed ones. Your favorite practice partner during your time there? Favorite practice partner? Um, 
I'll say Matt Kiger. He's my bro. Yeah, you guys are just slapping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Well, then, how about this? The teammate most likely to hook you to try and get under your skin at practice? Um, I'm going to have to back... I'm going to have to get back at him. I'm going to say Will Blumberg if he did that to me, <laughs> which was absurd because I've never hooked him before. <laughs> so you say, I don't know, that serves hard. That forehand's big. <laughs> yeah, might have just, who knows, but that's funny. I like that answer. All right. Favorite to get dinner with? Uh, probably Mac. Oh, I like it. Best to go out with? Best to go out with. Um, there's some interesting guys. Um, they're all fun. Best to go. It's probably I. I'll say Mac and Josh Peck. Yeah, that's your crew. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, how this? Um, I guess sweeter feeling beating Virginia or beating Duke. Um, I mean, it's got to be Duke. We really do not like them uh, <laughs> in everything, so I'd have to say Duke. But I it's think close. beating Virginia. Yeah, it's close. Being Virginia this year would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, so the rivalry is real, though, is what I'm trying to ask. That's a real thing. Uh, UNC Virginia? No, UNC Duke. Oh, yeah, it's, it's more than real. It's it's crazy, <laughs> honestly. It's, that's crazy. Yeah, that you, 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 you have to be a, a UNC or Duke student to really know how it is. Yeah, so I imagine you've gone to the games, at Ch- uh, the basketball games? Uh, yeah, and they're their bananas especially rushing franklin street after it's crazy oh i can only imagine yeah that is a blast uh, <laughs> something you have, have to do yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like i'm a little old at this point but, uh, <laughs> but maybe i'll give it a go all right well how about for you favorite city in the world hmm favorite city in the world uh i i've i've been lucky enough to go to like London and Melbourne and New York for where the slams are, and they're all really great. But I think I think Melbourne is something really special. It's really nice there. Yeah, down in Australia. Uh-huh. At the yeah. Jan- yeah. I, I can only imagine what that's like. Would you say, if you could play any of the professional slams, which one would you play? I had to play one. I think in juniors, Wimbledon was definitely the most special because mm-hmm. of just how you, unique and like prestigious it is. But if I had to pick one, I think it'd be I think it'd be the U.S. Open just for like the whole like the whole crowd effect and everything. And yeah, that would, I agree. That would be awesome. Um, if you could take one stroke out of the game, what would it be? Out of the game? Yep. Like remove it entirely. Can't be used anymore. Can't be used. Ah, uh, that's that's a good question. Um, <laughs> you can learn a lot about someone by what they pick. Really could. Um. <laughs> Probably the volley. Let's just grind it out. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's a great answer. I like that one. A lot of people say this: the drop shot, the slice. Really? People no, have I serving think... issues. They don't like that. No. Let's just <laughs> grind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ad or no ad tennis? Um, ads. Ooh, I like it. Uh, favorite meal off the court? Favorite meal off the court? Um... I'm going to be pretty simple. He'll kind of, kind of boring, just past the Bognes. <laughs> You're right. That is a little boring. Um, yeah, all right, sorry. we can go to warm-up song. Go to warm-up song? Mm-hmm. How, I don't know if you know this one. It's called Kings and Queens. It's a, it's a, it's a, it used to be a US, U.S. Open song. It's a really good pump-up song. <laughs> I 
it doesn't come. I'm sure if you played it or sang yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it really gets um, you fired up. No, for sure. I like it. Um, let's think. Any, are you a Game of Thrones guy? No. Uh, okay, then I won't. I'll skip that question. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, huh. Let's see. Good one for. Oh, here's a good one to end on. Of course, I gotta end this. What will it take? And you've alluded to this before, but for our listeners who are, you know, the UNC fans, the Tar Heel faithful who will be watching this weekend, what's it gonna take for you guys to not only overcome OSU but to ultimately get the job done this weekend? Um, I think the biggest biggest thing for us would be uh just to believe in ourselves because honestly I think we're we're right up there we we could be one of the best teams in the country and I think if all of us come to play this weekend and continue to to play well consistently throughout the week I think we can we can definitely do it but I think the biggest thing for us is just belief and not to be scared of anybody yeah, well, you know, if this this UNC team with uh, the guys you have, the experience you guys have had in the NCAA tournament recently, you are certainly a team to watch. It's going to be such a fun weekend of tennis, and we are really looking forward to watching uh, your Tar Heels compete. Ben, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Weekend. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank of you. course, and go Heels, right? Yeah, go Heels, baby. <laughs> of course. Well, take care and good luck. All right, thank you. Yeah.